Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, while you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, everybody? This is DJ DeMers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercier. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 192 for Wednesday, January 13th, 2021. How is it going, onesies? Are you guys having a great week? Are you loving life? Have you already given up on your New Year's resolutions? Whatever it may be. How are you guys doing? Oh, I am trying something new here. I am getting this recorded at the top of the day, and by that I mean just before noon. Hey, but it's early morning. Uh, fresh energy, I would think, and I already feel the yawns coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up since eight, so it's taken me a few hours and I was getting my desk cleaned off. I think that's one of the, uh, the things that always seems to prevent me from getting the, the podcast recorded early in the day is that, you know, I try to record it Tuesdays so that it's available to you guys on Wednesdays and actually make a note of that, uh, new year's resolution. I've got, I've got, that's one of the things I'll be talking about, but, um, I, I don't like that. I yawn and stuff, but I'll just, I'll have my desk just full of the crap that I'm working on and, I know that, uh, you know, over the course of the day, I'm like, oh, I should do this, you know, and I, as I'm cleaning my desk off to, to put all the podcast equipment down on it, I'll get tasks and I'm like, oh, I got to get this email sent or I got to make this phone call. And before I know it, it's, you know, like, you know, and, and then it's like, oh, it's lunchtime. I should go make some food or whatever it is. And, oh, I got to go get to, the, to this thing before it closes and all that. And then before I know it, it's, you know, it's five, 6 PM. And, you know, I've, I've had a whole day of doing things and then I'm just, you know, like, oh, okay, I'm tired and I'm beating the energy's down and I've overtaxed myself mentally. I know this doesn't sound like a lot to some of you regular function people, functioning people, <laughs> function people, the regular, though, those of you who can function was what I was thinking, but I'm like to, you know, regular function people. Ugh. All I know is that if you're doing a ton of like little micro tasks, there's a thing, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. I, I didn't, I hadn't heard of it until just a few years ago is a decision fatigue is you can get that like, like over a course, you know, just a course of the day, if you're just making decision after decision, after decision, like after a while, you just are like, I'm done choosing things, just mentally tax. So when someone's like, Oh, what do you want to have for dinner? What do you want to, you're just like, uh, you ever been in that situation with your significant other or whatever? And you're like, if you could just choose, that would be great. It's not even that you're like trying to be a prick. And we understand the other person is like trying to be courteous. Like, Oh, I want you to have, you know, you get, I want to let you have a say too. It's just like, I've just been making decisions all day. And I'm done with that. If you could just take one of them off my plate, you're, let's put it this way. You're doing me more of a service than a disservice. Just choosing for me. What, what, what do you want to watch? What do you want to have for dinner? What do you want to have for dessert? You know, what do you want to do this week? All those things just like, oh, if you could just take them off my plate and just decide that in and of itself is great. If I wake up and you're like, no, you don't want to be on the other end of that, that coin where it's just you're the other person just always making your decisions for you. I just mean that like. Let's put it this way. I'm sure a lot of you are aware of this. In fact, I learned this uh, from the movie The Fly, but it is true. And there's actually a lot of people, a lot of 
brilliant, if not genius people who've incorporated this into their lives is, uh, Albert Einstein always wore the same thing every single day. And the reason being was that he didn't want to waste any of his mental power deciding what to wear. Uh, Steve Jobs was very similar with the, the turtlenecks and things like that, where it's just black turtleneck jeans. That's what I wear every day. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of people who just, I think Zuckerberg's another one who just does that. So it's just, you know, if you don't want to have to pick and choose what you're going to wear, like that's the whole idea is decisions. You can make a finite amount of decisions. Some people can make more than others, but just at a certain point of the day, you're just like, I'm just done picking things. So for myself, where I'm sitting here talking to the wall for an hour, uh, for me to be like, Hey, uh, geez, what do I, what do I want to talk about? And which of these things in the list is interesting. And Hey, what's that? Like if I've taxed my brain already, I'm, I'm toast. I'm, I'm just, I'm yawning and I'm like, eh, is any of this interesting? And I've already been talking all day. Well, you guys are getting me fresh. So one of my, one of my new year's resolutions is for starters, I don't ever want to be late with the podcast again. So just for this year, don't be late. And I apologize. We had a few things, wisdom teeth pulled and, and I was in Scotland for a week and, you know, getting ready ahead of time. I was sick. So I, I definitely, it's funny. The first hundred episodes of the podcast, uh, I prided myself on the fact that I was never late for an episode. Not once, not once. And like I said before, it was the most punctual I've ever been for anything in my entire life. Never, never gone two years straight because I was only 52 weeks in a year. Uh, I was never two years on time for something without fail ever in my life. So as much as you guys might think, oh, wow, you're on time for something every week for two years, who cares? Um, me, I've never been that punctual. So the fact that I broke that streak and I can't even remember where it first started. I don't remember what episode number it was. All I know is I got to a hundred without messing up. And then there'd be times where I'd get sick or something and, and then I'd, I'd just be like, well, I can't, I'm not going to get it out on time. I'll put it out. Remember, I think it started with being like, well, as long as the episode's out on Wednesday, cause there was times where I'd record the podcast. My goal was though, that anybody who listened to, like, if you were, I think the, the podcast is released for Wednesdays, but the idea to me was like, well, I want to make sure that it's available. Cause I had, I had people on like the East coast who were like waking up early and would go to work. And so for them, like you know, getting up, you know, maybe five o'clock in the morning. That's like, you know, an hour or two earlier than my time. So I was like, well, shit, I, I just want to make it so that anybody who's going to wake up early and maybe listen to it on their way to work or something, it's there for them. So my goal was, uh, you know, pre-recorded on Tuesdays, set it out for, for Wednesday in the morning. Like it asks me when I schedule the episode, like what time? And I would set it for, um, I would set it for, uh, uh, 1205. So it's just technically into the next calendar day, but something to do with the time change, even though I'm listed as Eastern or whatever, it was putting the episodes out, uh, at 1105, uh, which made no sense to me because on some of the, the actual platforms, if you looked at them, they would say that they were released Tuesday at 1105 PM. And I was like, no, it's supposed to be Wednesday. Anyways, not a, not a huge deal. So now it's like, I set it for 105 so that it's 1205 everywhere that it, that it grabs from anyways. This is just technical crap, but my goal was have it out for Wednesdays and have it out so that anybody who's listening at any time on a Wednesday, whether they get at four in the morning or whatever they want to do, it's there and ready to go. Not late. Then that started to slide off where I think there was one time I was like super late on a Tuesday. And I'm like, cause I used to record about like two o'clock in the morning. So like I said, the first technical late thing would be that like, you know, my goal was to have it at for midnight. And then I'm actually recording it at like two in the morning exhausted, probably yawning my face off in the episode. And I'm like, well, it's still going to be available for people Wednesday morning. I'm just putting it out like late. So that would have been the first step into late zone. 
Then, then there'd be times where it's, it's, like, it's so late. Why don't I just wake up early and record at like eight o'clock in the morning, you know, which probably wouldn't happen. I'd probably wake up and like do it like 10. I'm like, well, it's still out on Wednesday. It's not out at, you know, first thing on Wednesday, but it's still available for people on Wednesday. Then, you know, I'm sure the next slip would have been like to have it out super late in the day or record it Wednesday evening. And eh, it's still technically Wednesday. And then it's like, well, it was late. Why not just, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying this happened every single week would get worse, but just, you know, once you start bar, it's like, you know, if you're on a diet or something and now you're, you're bargaining and negotiating about what you can eat and what you can't, it's just the whole idea is once you start looking for loopholes or whatever, you're, you know, you're already, it's already the beginning of the end. So it got to a point where it'd be, you know, a day or two late. Um, I think episode actually 100, I was listening to it when I was uploading all my episodes onto YouTube was I put out an episode called 99.99999, which came out on the Wednesday in time, but I was sick and you could hear it in my voice. I was sick as a dog. And I'm like, well, I don't want my hundredth episode to be shitty and me sick and whatever, just for the sake of having it. So I put that episode out just to say, Hey guys, there'll be an episode in a couple days, just when I'm better. I just want to make sure it's good. And then even then I had been sick. I wasn't able to accumulate the stuff. So I think it was an okay episode, but it really wasn't anything. It wasn't like a, Hey, kaboom. So I'm, um, I'm very mindful of that coming up to episode 200, but in terms of new year's resolutions, I want to make sure that this thing comes out on time. So I'm going back to, um, having it recorded on Tuesday so that it's available, uh, you know, for whomever at whatever time on Wednesday. So we're back on track here, gang. Um, on top of that, I just wanted to say that, um, I'm planning on doing the podcasts early in the day, Tuesday. So my goal was to set up, uh, my equipment on Monday night when I go to bed so that I can just wake up Tuesday morning and record it right away. I find that I still move a little slow in the morning, so I kind of need to wake up and shake it off. So this morning I, um, uh, I got up, didn't have a lot on the desk, just was fin finishing. Uh, I was up to like two o'clock in the morning to doing graphic design for the box. I'm going to be dropping some stuff off of the printers later on. Um, and I can dive into that. But anyways, the, the plan is to record early morning on Tuesdays when I still have energy. Um, haven't made too many decisions or anything like that. I know it sounds like crazy, but I have, I have lots of comic friends and other people who do podcasts and are like, wow, man, your production value is high on yours. And the fact like, they're like, it's amazing that you can just talk to your wall for an hour and still come up with things. I'm like, well, it's not that easy for starters. And cause I mean, you guys can tell some episodes where it's just like, what is he talking? He's talking about nothing. And I don't care what he's talking about. And I get it. I, a lot of times I don't care about what I'm talking about either. And especially right now during the, the, the new, the new lockdown or whatever for, for Ontario, nothing's going on. I, I'm, I haven't left the house. My house is still covered from snow from like three or my house. My car is still covered in snow from like three snowfalls ago. So I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing, I'm doing lots of stuff here socially at home. Uh, like social online zoom, that kind of thing, interviews and whatnot. So I'm, I'm getting stuff done. I'm just not doing, I'm not leaving the house. Um, but, uh, let me see here. Let me take a quick little look at my list. Uh, this week's episode, uh, I'm going to talk about some, just some goofy conversations I had over the, uh, PlayStation or Xbox with some friends. Um, I had a conversation with a, a, you know, a friend about something a little weird business wise. I'm going to talk to you about you guys. I, I trust you guys. Um, I got more confirmation on the box stuff. I had another conversation with uh, Bob Bloomer, celebrity chef, Bob Bloomer, uh, some good news on the boxes and some interesting stuff. Uh, I played a, a, a old game, but I played it. It was brand new to me. I'd never played it before. Never. Well, I tried it briefly. And I'll talk about that. Um, I did an interview with my buddy, Dylan black. I got something coming up this evening. Um, some fun stuff I got on the way. So I'll just, I'll just share all that stuff with you guys. Um, so first news that I'll, I'll talk about is the, uh, the boxes. So, um, I think I had mentioned in a previous episode that, uh, the boxes that I'm doing. Okay. 
listen, for starters, if you haven't ordered your box yet, I still have a few left. I just want to get them all done before the boxes come. So when they land, uh, I can just bang, 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 fill them up and start firing them off to you guys. I'm super, I'm super excited, super excited. I've had more confirmations and stuff, whatever. So if you want to get a box contact at one man podcast.com, um, I'll tell you guys a little bit more about them in a, in a tiny minute there, but, uh, the boxes themselves, the actual physical boxes that I, that I was looking to order, fell in love with them. They look fantastic. And then I went to order them and they were like not available until January. And I was like, shit. Uh, I called the company, even though they said no pre-orders, I'm like, yeah, you know, every now and again, you can find someone, make friends, you know, and they'll, they'll at least give you a call when they're back in stock. The people I spoke to on the phone, not even, they're like, no, you'll just have to check back. So I believe I mentioned to you guys, but here's a quick recap in case I didn't is, um, I was looking at, uh, the, the website and it was saying not available till January. I went on January 1st. And I'm like, okay, I want to order these boxes now. I refreshed the page because I had it sitting open in my browser, one of the tabs, and I refreshed it and it went from not available to January to immediately not available till March. And I was like, all right, this is a problem because the 200th episode is like mid-March. I need these boxes for my listeners. And I go, what happens? And immediately in my head, I'm like, well, what happens if I go in March and it's like not available till June or whatever it is? I was like, this is fucking awful. Um, so I'm like, shit. So I'm like, well, I'm, f- I go, fuck it. I'm just going to check. I, I set a reminder in my calendar to check February 1st. I'm like, I'm going to check February 1st and, and hopefully it's in stock. Um, that was my plan. I was like, shit. I actually started to be like, I'm like, well, now I got all this really cool stuff coming and I don't know where to put, I don't know what the alternative is. I don't know where to find another one of these boxes or whatever. And I'm sure, you know, this is a big company in Canada that I ordered from. Um, they send out, you know, their catalogs all the time and stuff like that. So I was like, oh shit. And everyone, and like I, I spoke to a few people and they're all like, oh yeah, we, I get their catalog all the time. So obviously they're a big enough company that a lot of people know who they are and order from them and get their catalogs, or whatever. So I'm like, well, I would imagine if they're out of stock, uh, it'll probably be difficult to find something similar elsewhere. That's not already been picked clean. And I was just like, uh, you know what? I could have looked, I didn't, but I was just like, I, I just was like, fuck. So what am I going to do as an alternative? I go, Hopefully this will come in time. Cause like the last thing I want to do is start a new trend of being late on shit. So I'm like, I want to make sure that these boxes are to you guys before the 200th episode of the podcast, or at least to, to arrive to you the same week. That's what I was looking at. So the other night, like three o'clock in the morning, cause my sleep schedule was still messed up. And I just went back to the site. It was like, whatever I'm looking at the page. I hit the refresh button and it went from unavailable to March to in stock order now. And I was like, Oh, add to cart. Like I could not click add to cart fast enough. So I add to cart through the, the, the tissue papers and everything like that, uh, for, for the box into the cart, uh, you know, done sold credit card, never take, take my money as they say. And, um, and got it, got it done, added to cart on its way, supposed to be delivered today. The doorbell could quite literally ring in the middle of this podcast. Uh, for, for the boxes being delivered boxes, tissue paper, all the packaging and everything like that, that I've ordered for these things. Uh, super excited, fucking super excited guys. I can't wait. Um, I'm actually going to the printers afterwards to get some of the stuff, uh, for them. So remember when you order a box, it's personalized with your name on it, your box number of 25, all that fun stuff. Um, so that was some of the graphic design I was doing. I'm going to the printers to get that stuff printed so that we can put that in the box, all the personalization, everything like that. Super excited. Now I'm just like, okay. And, and I've, I've spoken with my, my people at, uh, at my marketing company there. Um, and, uh, We've got more orders confirmed stuff's actually already on its way into them. Like it's been made and now it's shipping to the place. So I can't wait to pick that up. Just excited to be in the process of, of finally, you know, getting the stuff. Um, 
super fun, super fun, super excited. Some of the stuff still hasn't been, uh, been, uh, sent out yet. We're just waiting on final approvals. Cause we're, it's, it's a lot of work. And again, like no, no pulling any punches on any of this stuff here, guys. I've, I've since seen the USB drives. They look amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, what else did I get a, a proof on the water bottles look really, really good. Uh, so can't wait to hold them physically and actually see what they look like. I'm very excited for the, the whole thing, but, um, yeah, long and the short of it is, um, super, super excited. And, um, I have come up with more ideas for the, uh, bonus episode. Remember these bonus episodes are only, only available to people who buy the box. That's it. It's coming on the, on the, the USB drive in that box. I will be preloading. So I had an idea for that bonus episode. I was, I was, I'm going to be doing something special for the 200th episode. So all of you listeners, whether you buy a box or not, you'll have a fun uh, 200th episode to listen to. But, um, I'm looking forward to, uh, uh, some of the other stuff. So here's a, here's a couple things and I'm waiting on permissions from some people to be able to use them. So, um, the bonus episode that I'm going to be giving you guys. All right. So this is a guarantee is I'm going to do an episode. I'm going to try to come up with some fun things and whatnot uh, for you guys. Here's some fun shit. Um, I don't know if I told you guys this, but, um, obviously we'll have some fun things in there. I can actually be even a little more candid about something. So some of the stuff when you guys are like, Oh, I love when you talk about this or that I can just really kind of go off and not be as, as concerned, you know, cancel culture and whatnot. Not that I have any like stuff, you know, that's horrible or anything. It's just that you even say words of a certain ilk or, or subject matter and people are like, oh, you can't talk about. so I'm, I'm going to just go off because, um, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, the people who are in the boxes are the super fans. So you guys are, are in it. You guys love it. You know, I was gonna say, love me. <laughs> you do. I feel the love. I love you too. But, uh, but you guys, you guys just are, are in it. You're supportive. I can just shoot the shit about whatever, whatever I want. In fact, there was something I was going to talk about this week, um, which I'm worried about reading to, to you guys just because I want to phrase it the way I wrote it down, but it's, uh, it's not progressive. So you know what? I'm highlighting it right now and I'm going to put add to bonus episode. <laughs> so if you want to hear it, you got to pick up a box, but add to bonus episode. That's what I'll be talking about. And we'll take some subject matter off of, there you go. Um, so one of the things I want to do is I, I recorded an album, uh, back in January that I was excited about. I mean, it's January now, but I mean, last January, 2019, and it was my first comedy album. I was retiring a lot of old material that I did. I had a lot of, uh, a lot, several of you onesies, uh, here locally in Ottawa came to those shows. So you got to hear at least one show's version of, uh, of a joke. And, uh, basically I had, I was talking about my ex-girlfriend and the relationship that I was in, and I was still telling those jokes in the loving glorified way that, that they were written in when we were together and, and everything, you know, the, the world was sunshine and meadows lollipops and, uh, you know, butterfly meadows and that kind of shit. So, um, but the thing is, um, in time I, I, you know, I did therapy last year and I started to really kind of understand my relationship for kind of what it really was. And, and, um, to be honest with you, I, I got to a point where for starters, um, I had four recordings. So two shows on the Friday, two shows on the Saturday from that week of headlining shows. And I, I didn't want to have to listen to all of that shit during COVID. So I don't know if a lot of you know this, but, um, my ex was, was originally going to come to the shows and, uh, 
I never really air any dirty laundry for the most part. I don't like talking about things that affect other people. Um, but I'm going to be honest with you guys, uh, cause that's what this podcast is about. Nothing funny yet. Um, but I, uh, for starters, she, uh, didn't come to my show. She messaged me the first night of that week. So I'm getting ready to record an album and she's aware of this. I asked her to come to it. We were, we were very amicable when we broke up. We didn't really talk a whole heck of a lot, but I did say I'm recording an album and I would love for you to be there. And she had messaged me back and said, oh, there's no way I could miss it. Um, so my birthday was like the weekend before and she had wished me a happy birthday. And, uh, the first night of my week, um, she messaged me and, and, and essentially short version, cause I don't remember exactly the words, but, but this is essentially what it was is, um, Hey, unfortunately I'm not going to be making it to your show this week. Um, it's not fair to the new person that I'm seeing, uh, to come to your show. So I found out in like one fell swoop first night of my week that my, my ex is not coming to the show because she's now seeing someone else. And that hit me hard. It hit me really, really hard. Uh, it hurt. Um, and I, I didn't, uh, I was really like, it, it was hard. I, I don't even know if I mentioned that. I really don't think I did because I've been very careful not to say anything hurtful of anyone else. But, um, some of you, my listeners who are friends, uh, know what happened. So this isn't news to you guys, but, but some of my listeners from other parts, whatever. Um, so just know back when I was recording episodes and talking about that, like I, it was, it was one of the hardest weeks of my life. I'm recording my first album. I'm retiring all this material about, uh, my ex and our relationship and the kids and things like that. And it was, it was kind of like, it was really, it was so hard to be on stage speaking about, you know, all these jokes where it's like, you know, the, the loving relationship that I was in and all this stuff like that, like really trying to sell these jokes while like my heart is just fucking broken. Like it hurt more that she was seeing someone else and not coming than it did when we broke up. Um, but it was just like, I was, I was very hurt by that. And so, and this is in January this, so this is like, I don't know that the world is a month or so away from shutting down. Right. I hadn't gone to Scotland yet or anything like that. Luckily the trip was planned and it was something I was looking forward to. I'm going to record my first album and then just take a big breather on stand up. I'm going to go on this trip and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to start over my hour. Well, I basically went on the trip, came back and the world shut down. Um, so that's really how quick it was like, oh, okay, so now I'm just not doing anything. So in quarantine, um, I received not long afterwards, cause there was no rush, but, um, my, my producer, Dean, uh, who's amazing. Uh, the guy who recorded the, the, the album, uh, Dean sent me all of the tracks from the recordings. And I'll be honest with you, like still being hurt by everything. I was in no particular hurry to listen to, um, listen to four hours, right? Cause it's like listening to, to, to four headline sets, four hours of talking about her and things like that to release this album where I'm glorifying her and, oh man, did I ever love this girl? And yeah, it didn't work out between us, but I couldn't, I didn't want to listen to it. Really didn't. Um, I, and I was also hurt that she wasn't there. So it was like 10 years of us being together. And a lot of the material was about her and the kids. And it's like, we wrote this, a lot of this stuff together and the experiences and stuff. And the fact that it's like, you've been seeing some new person for barely a minute and they're, um, I felt like that, that, that you just decided, well, it's not really fair to this person. So I'm just not going to do it. I, I didn't see how it wasn't fair to them. Um, I just felt, I felt really insulted to be honest with you. Um, 
and, uh, and still do, I do still feel insulted. Um, so it was basically, I saw a lot of people like, man, you should put out the album. And I'm like, yeah, but I just, uh, I don't want to, um, all the, here's the thing, everybody that I care about, um, came to those shows, they came and they saw the jokes, they saw the headline set. So the people that I'd really want, that's the thing, basically like my supporters were there and I, and you're listening. Uh, a lot of you are listening. So, um, that means a lot to me as much as you guys are like, oh, you should put it out. I, I'm just saying you were there. So you heard it. That means a lot to me. And a lot of you guys have heard a lot of those jokes for years as I was developing them and things like that. So thanks for that. Thanks for, for coming out. Um, it, it means so much to me that you were there. And that's where I actually get a little bit of peace from like, you know what? I don't really feel like I need to put this out. A lot of people are like, we'll get the serious XM money, whatever. To me, I, I, I don't know if it's petty. I've asked myself as all openly and as honestly as I can. I think the biggest thing is I don't want to go through those. Um, I don't want to go through those recordings and listen to the praise and all these things like that. I don't want to do it. In fact, that whole week I was hoping that she would surprise me and actually end up showing up. Um, not for any other reason, but to just show the respect of all the hard work and all that time I spent you know, developing whatever, but I was just like, okay, new person, fuck all that. I really, it was really uh, offended. I was really, really offended and hurt. That's really what it was as I was so hurt. Um, because it's funny, um, and, and not to overshare, because like I said, I try not to air dirty laundry, but when we first got together, um, she was, she was not divorced, but she was separated from her husband and they were, they were done for all intents and purposes. But the amount of like facilitating stuff, for him at the time, like I remember the first year and stuff, we would get into arguments stuff. I'm like, how is it that he just says a word and you got to do every, like we, we had no, I was, I was shown little to no respect, um, over the ex. Now that's the father of her children and stuff. And I get the importance, but it was just like the amount of things, like our plans would just change last minute. Um, or, or we, they would get canceled outright because something's uh, it's not my place to say, but all I know is that I just, I just knew that when we first got together, um, I got the short end of the stick and on the way out, you know, obviously your new person is your new person, but Jesus Christ, like, Hey, by the way, we spent 10 years working on this material. It's important. I'd really, I've been asked. I even said I would be there. It's important to me that, that, um, I'm, I'm there for that. You know, that's all I wanted. I didn't want us to reconcile. I wasn't like, I'm going to put on a show where we're going to get back to it, honest to God, like, like as much soul searching. I know that's not the case. It was just so disrespectful that like some new guy shows up and, and it's just like, yeah, no, I, I you know, I'm seeing someone new, so I'm not. Okay. Okay. You're really letting me know what it all means. Um, so I just felt like I got the short of this end of the stick going into the relationship and I got the short end of the stick coming out of it. Um, so there's hurt, there's resentment. And the last thing I would want is to put out this album where I'm like, isn't she the best? Oh, all this love and what a great person. And she's amazing. Like I had a lot of jokes that were kind of like that. I mean, that's, that's makes me sound like a simp, but I just mean like, if you heard the material, it's, it's fun and it's silly and all this stuff. But I, I really, a didn't want to sit through four hours of it when I was hurting. Um, and then going to therapy and kind of realizing like what the whole relationship was all about and what had, what had gone on between us and stuff like that. I'm like, wow, I really, really don't want to glorify this person, you know, immortalize them with this material that's about there. I was like, you know what? I, uh, the people I wanted to hear it, heard it. 
Um, it's not about money. Like that's, that's the thing too. It's like, yeah, I listen to some people when they talk about the money that they get from CS, uh, sorry, serious XM residual checks for their stuff playing on the radio. I'm like, yeah, I'd like to get a piece of that. But to me, the cost is like, yeah, but you gotta, you gotta, you're telling the world how great this person is. And I, and, and once you, you know, the things that you went through, um, they, they really aren't. You know, I'm not saying they're a bad person, just but just the 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 way you saw things is not the way that they were, and I I have a hard time glorifying that. Um, so I'm kind of like I I the money I made was telling those jokes when I told them rather than just perpetuating them. So, um, yeah, sorry to be so long winded, but I've never shared this shit. I, I'm pretty damn sure I haven't shared this shit on the podcast. Cause like I said, I don't try to run anybody down uh, and I'm still not trying to do that, but I am expressing myself. Um, I do not feel like uh, glorifying that regardless of how much money I would, I would rather, you know what, that's who I was then. And I told those jokes then, but for, you know, if they put this out of seriousness, people who've never heard of me now hearing me for the first time. And that's, that's what my message is. And it's not. Um, so, the reason I'm sharing all of this is to say that those of you who pick up a one man podcast, 200 episode, uh, limited edition collector's box, um, I'm going to load on the, the bonus episode. I'm going to go through some of that material and I'll put a few of the jokes. I'm trying to decide what form it should take. Cause I thought for some of you guys, you know, the interest might be. If I, if I found like maybe like a two minute bit and then I put like the three different recordings on of that two minute bit. So from the different shows, I thought part of me thought, you know, you guys might find it fascinating to hear, you know, what the same joke, some, you know, and in some cases told the same night, just on two different shows, how it could kind of sound different, how workshopping it might sound different, you know, leaving things in, how did it work on an earlier show versus later show? I thought you guys might find that fascinating. I have no idea. Um, there was a joke that I was working on was about 10 minutes long. So I wouldn't dream of making you guys listen to, uh, three, 10, like the same 10 minute bit three times, even though it would be mildly different. I didn't think that'd be fascinating to you guys. So I figure maybe what I'll do is I'll find one or just one or two jokes. I'll listen through the, the recordings and what I'll do is I'll put, um, three different, or sorry, I'll listen to a few of the different recordings and I'll put, you know, two different jokes, um, on, on the bonus episode. So I'll, I'll play the audio from them and you guys can hear, um, you know, for those of you in different areas, you know, you can hear some of the material that will never see the light of day in terms of, of being broadcast. And so that's something, a bonus that you'll get, um, for that box. Let me know though, uh, contact at one man podcast.com. We still have, you know, we're episode one ninety two. We still have eight weeks. So close to two months, um, before, you know, that, that box arrives before we get to 200. So tell me, would you rather hear, you know, the same joke, uh, a few different ways. Would that be fascinating to you to be able to hear how the joke sounded, you know, on three different shows, or would you prefer just hear, you know, maybe be load a few different, uh, things on there. Um, I've got some other ideas for that, that, uh, particular episode. One of the things that I'm going to include, which is cringy as hell. I have the audio. Well, actually I have a video from my very first time on stage my very, very first time doing stand-up 12 years ago. Uh, fuck, maybe 13 years ago, 12 years ago. Um, and yeah, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> I can't even watch it. I can't even watch it. It's so bad. It, it, I mean, it worked. It got some laughs, but holy shit is it amateurish. And, uh, but I'll, I'll put it on there. It's like, I'm doing like a seven, eight minute spot. Maybe it's like 10 or 11 minutes, but 
but I, I, I can't even watch. I'm going to have to, in order to, to, well, I'll have to hear parts of it, but I'm going to, I don't know if you'll hear my influences in it. Um, but I'll, I'll upload it. I'll, I'll convert the audio and that will be on the bonus episode. So you get to hear, uh, some material from where I was a year ago. So 11 years into stand up, you'll get to hear some of that material. And, uh, at the same time, you will get to hear my very first stand up set. I'll probably put the first stand up set after the polished stuff just to fucking set the bar. Cause if you listen to that first, you'll be like, I'm not fucking listening to 10 more minutes. Of so I'll put the, the better stuff on. <laughs> sooner and then I'll, I'll incorporate so that. Yeah. So for those of you, uh, some of my listeners, very few were actually at my first set. So they saw it firsthand, but I'm sure they've long since forgotten it as I have. And, uh, I mean, Oh, my phone is ringing. All right. One sec. Okay. Uh, don't remember what I was talking about, but that was my buddy, Mikey. Uh, my, my, uh, my dude from the marketing company, just giving me some cool updates on some of the stuff. Oh, oh, it always comes full circle back to that box. So, um, I think I was talking about some of the stuff that I wanted to do for on that, that bonus episode. So like I said, uh, my, my first ever stand up. sorry if I'm, if I'm doubling back and I already moved on to a different subject, I I'm trying to remember it was like half an hour phone call. So I'm trying to remember what I was saying. Um, so yeah, first ever stand up some, some bonus, uh, some of the stuff from the album that's not getting released. Um, like I said, a lot of you guys were there, saw the, saw the, the performance you guys, uh, even, I know a couple of you were even at my very first stand up performance ever. So you've already heard that, but it's been 10 years and see the evolution there. Um, another couple of things that I'd like to add to this. So I, these ones I'm waiting on permission. Okay. So again, with like, I care about what other people think, uh, or, or I care about the people that I care about is, is more what I should say. So I don't want to upset anybody, but, um, episode number 125 of the one man podcast, uh, came out. I recorded it with a friend of mine and afterwards they were, uh, I just say they, so I'm not distinguishing. Um, but they were, it's happened with a few different people where we just get to talking and everything's very real. I've had a lot of people be like, man, you're so easy to talk to. I just kind of open up. But then afterwards they're like, oh, I don't know if I want people to hear what I was saying. And it's never, it's funny because it's never hateful. Like I don't, I don't abide hateful stuff as much as I like joke around and people will hear me saying stuff that's like, so not PC just fucking around. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm human. I have said the word and I was going to call it the R word, but I've said the word retard. I've said gay, like, Oh, that's so gay. Like I've done these things in my life. And I, and despite the fact that I didn't mean anything hurtful by them, um, I'm, I'm trying to undo years of, of using words unprogressively, you know, well, you don't use them progressively, just being, pro I'm just trying to be more progressive in the sense that like, yeah, like a lot of people are like, well, what I say it, I don't mean that. And I under, I, I get where they're coming from when they say that. Cause they're kind of like, look, you're, you're chastising me. Like I'm saying that, you know, I'm making fun of homosexuals and I go, oh, that's so gay. It's like, yeah, but you, you aren't, your intention is not. And I know that, but here's the thing. It's a word that there's lots of other words you could use. Oh, that's like, even to say lame when someone's like, oh, that's lame. Like nobody, nobody gives you shit for saying that's lame. But the funny thing is lame is like your legs don't work. So it's like, you may as well say, oh, that's so crippled. And it's funny to me, same thing. Like when people say idiots, morons, imbeciles, those are all clinical definitions of like different forms of, you know, uh, special needs. You can say all of those, no problem. But if you say retarded, ah, so let's back to more of the regular hypocrisy and idiocy 
and and whatnot of the human race, where you pick and choose what things we're, we're, we're being rude about. But the truth of the matter is, like, if you're really going to hold to those standards, then yeah. Like, if you're going to be the kind of person who say, don't say the R word. Well, don't say the I word, the uh, other I word, the, um, what was it, imbecile, idiot, moron, the M word. Don't say any of them because you're all, you're making fun of like different, you know, former clinical definitions because re- retarded was too, right? Oh, this person's retarded, like mentally retarded or physically retarded or whatever they were saying. It's not nice, but they said it and it was just clinical definition. So we can use 75% of the clinical definitions of people with, uh, you know, special needs, no problem. But if you say retarded, that's the bad one. So I'm not saying, hey, let's say retarded, even though I've said it like five times now. What I'm saying is it's, it's uh, like the way I looked at it was like, okay. The argument should be, listen, I know that you don't mean it in a hurtful way, but even though you don't mean it that way, somebody might hear that, uh, who has special needs and that might hurt them. And is it worth it to you to say that thing, whether you mean harm or not, and have it risk hurting someone? Like, that's the idea is like, is it worth it to you to risk hurting someone? Even if you don't mean to, right? You carry a two by four and you swing around the wrong way and hit someone in the head. It was an accident. It wasn't deliberate. It still fucking hurt the other person. Right. So the, uh, my, my internal discussion with myself is like, look, I don't mean it in a hateful way, but it could still hurt someone. And do I personally want to take the risk? And the answer is no, I don't want to take the risk. I still fuck up because it's, it's, it was a habit. So I'll still say those things very, very rarely. And even when it comes out of my mouth, I'm at the point now where like, I immediately like, oh, you idiot. You said that. Oh, look, idiot. Totally okay to say that. Um, that thing. So I, I'm not uh, proud of it. I don't, I don't defend. I used to defend it. Oh, I don't mean it like that. And blah, blah, blah. When I say that, I don't defend it anymore. Um, I will still say not my intention, but I get it. Right. I didn't mean to hit you in the head with that two by four, not my intention, but still hurt. Right. Um, so that's, that's how I look at those words. So if you're one of those people who says, and you're going like, well, I didn't mean like, okay, fine. But again, just keep in mind that somebody might hear it who doesn't know you, doesn't know your intention, doesn't know your heart and just goes, oh, I, I don't like that. That hurts my feelings. And I can't believe this person, you know, like whatever they, they'll think something of you. Right. And I guess, you know, well, I don't care. What be. Okay, fine, fine. Easy, easy. All I'm saying is that that's not the person that I want to be. So all I'm going back to with the, the podcast thing is that there's some people um, who I've had discussion with and they just turn around and they go, yeah, you're easy to talk to. So when I say that they say, you know, unprogressive, I'm not even saying that they, they use words like that. I'm just saying sometimes they say things that are not, they just say a word or talk about a subject and that's enough to polarize people and for them to decide what it is you're saying. So I've had conversations with people where we talk about important issues and then they, after the fact are like, uh, what if someone from my work hears that? Or what if one of my, you know, people that I know hear that? So, um, episode number 125 of the podcast I did a hilarious episode with my friend. They, uh, it, we, we, I, I spoke to them afterwards. I cut the episode to shit afterwards, like not to shit, but I cut so many little pieces where they identified, like when they said their name, whatever, I cut all that stuff out. I submitted it <coughs> back to them, which was a shitload of work. Cause I don't edit, edit the podcast. Jesus. I'm like, don't edit the episodes. I got myself tongue twister here also because I'm, I feel like coughs coming on and I'm trying to get it all out, which just makes it worse. I get all my speaking out. Um, and the thing is the, uh, it's funny. I thought this episode, I was gonna have to really stretch it, but uh, I'm at 38 minutes here and I've, I've only talked about like what feels like one or two things. Um, so I, um, I, I, I cut out just the stuff with their name. I don't like editing the episodes. You guys know that I don't for the most part until someone's like, Hey, can you take this? I'm like, Oh, 
So, um, I, I cut their name out of it, wherever it came in. I cut out like a three minute part of the end where they talk about where they're currently working, what's going on. I cut all that out. I submitted it and they're like, okay, thumbs up. Uh, I put the episode out. I've already talked about this. I put the episode out. It was out for maybe a few hours. And then the next morning they messaged me and go, you got to take it down. I, I I'm so uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable. You got to take it down. I was like, oh, fine. So I took it down. It was a great episode. It was one of my favorites, just how much fun we were having shooting the shit. And, uh, and I took it down for them. Now, unfortunately like that, you know, it got, still got downloaded a bunch of times by people first, nothing ever came of it, but I, and of course it was, it wasn't an interview. It was just a regular episode where that person was my co-host. So I had to re-record another episode and put that out. So you'll see that, uh, in the list of episodes on the one man podcast website, um, you'll see episode, you know, 123, 124, 125 alternate is what it's called. So I'm going to reach out to them. I've already spoke to them this morning, but they're like, I'm in a meeting. If you could call me back afterwards. And I'm like, I'm recording the podcast. I'm going to call them when I'm done. But, uh, with their permission, um, I will also include on this USB drive, uh, that episode. So you will get back a, a an unpublished episode. You know, some of you who are like day one downloaders, you may have already got it and already heard it. So, you know, you'll, you'll get it again. Um, but, uh, I think, I think it only had like, you know, a handful of downloads before I yanked, I had to yank it like first thing in the morning. So, you know, some people it's not even until they turn their phones on or, or what have you that it'll, it'll download. But anyways, long story short is that if you want a, a good, never before heard episode for the most part, um, that will also be included on the USB drive pending their approval. So one way or the other, I'll tell you guys whether they said thumbs up or whether they said thumbs down. And then I did another episode with somebody great episode. Can't really tell you a whole lot about it, but they were somebody who I didn't know. Um, I had met once before and we decided like, Hey, it'd be nice to like get to know each other. And then I came up with the idea not long afterwards. I was like, Hey, why don't we do a podcast? Like, would you be interested in that? Like we'll actually record two people getting to know each other for the first time. That might be interesting. And they were like, yeah. And we got going on a lot of things. In fact, I think the podcast ended up being like somewhere between two and three hours long. And we had a good convo and everything. And then after the fact, it was like, Hey, we talked about a lot of polar. It was so funny too, because like two people who don't know each other, we really got into some, like some deep shit. It was cool. It was really fucking cool. Um, but then they, they said the same thing that would, now that was an interview. That was going to be like a bonus episode. So I lost nothing by them just reaching out to me afterwards and go like, I had a great chat. They're just like, but we just kind of talked about it. Like a lot of like sort of polarizing stuff. Uh, is it cool if we shelve the episode? And I was like, yeah, there's no, uh, there's no rush. I go, there's no thing. She was like, uh, um, that's, you know, appreciate it. I was like, whatever. So I'm going to reach out to her. And now this one I'm, I'm saying I, I shouldn't be, but you've, it's never been out and it's never it's something I've never talked about before. So I'm not really, you know, all you know is that it's another, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a female. Um, so anyways, um, that's a cool episode with her permission. I will include that as well. So you might get, you know, something between like four and f well, it could be one bonus episode. Or it could be three bonus episodes for you guys, uh, on this, on this USB drive. So like hours of content included in this box again. And as I mentioned, these boxes cost me, me, me 150 bucks. You guys, 125. My American listeners might hear this and go 125 bucks. Um, I had, a, I've, I've, uh, already collected payments from some of my people, uh, in the States 
who've ordered the box, just a heads up, it's coming in at like 97 US. So 125 down to 97. So if you're hearing it and you thought, hey, 100 bucks, okay. And then 125, I don't know. Uh, just know that it's actually the conversion from Canadian to US. It's actually still just barely under $100 uh, for you guys. And with 10 items in it, hats, t-shirts, these, these USB drive with God knows how many bonus, uh, water bottles, coffee mugs, phone stands, playing cards, all branded, cool, different stuff. Um, that's that journal in there. Like there's all sorts of cool shit. So it's cool shit. So we're, we don't have many left. Um, I'm going to the printers today to print the, um, personalization for some of the stuff already as the boxes are coming in today. I'm going to start getting things set up and whatnot. Um, I'm jazzed fucking jazzed. So that's the update on the, on the box contact at one man podcast.com. If you want to pick one of these up, um, as I mentioned, and I'm making, I'm making zero exceptions on this. This is for super fans only the bonus episodes, my first stand up set, all that stuff exclusively for people who pick up the box. So, you know, uh, not to be a dick, but if you message me and go, Hey man, I'll, I'll get one of those USB drives. And you can, if you can throw those episodes, not for sale, not for sale. You can buy a USB drive for 10 bucks. Sure. I'll send it to you. You put whatever you want on it. looks great. But, uh, and in fact, I have to order a hundred of those. So I will have those for sale. Uh, they will not have, uh, these things on it. These are exclusively for fans of the box. So yeah, that's it. That's so, so if I will say this, I will say this, if you order, try to order a box and they're all sold out, I'll, I'll hook you up with a USB drive with the bonus stuff on it. But that's only because you try to get a box. So you, you email blindly. I will, I will take the last few, you know, first come first serve on the boxes. But, um, if you happen to get in once they're all sold out, uh, I'll, I'll still offer you the USB drive with the stuff. But if you're looking for just the drive, not a, not a, not an option. I don't know. That's me trying to be as fair as possible. Right. So I, I feel like, cause the whole idea is like, you're going to get like five hours of, of content. So if I was to do like, oh, oh, like, like a lot of comics basically will sell their, will sell USB drives with like an hour of their special or whatever on it. So you get to listen to a, a comedy album. Like, yeah. And that's something I could do. I sure I could. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I ain't gonna, it's uh it's, it's bonuses, man. This is, that's why these things limited edition. I want the super fans, the super onesies. There's almost some people that I want to just like, who I know, listen to be like, Hey, I could have sworn. I don't have many of them actually, but I was like, I could have sworn that you would have been one of my, my people interested. Like the ones who I definitely knew definitely did. And I appreciate them. But uh, part of me is like, Hey man, I want to, uh, I, I got a couple of people that I'm like, I am shocked because they are super fans. They are so support. Anyways, whatever. What the fuck am I talking about? Um, guys get a box, man. There's only a few left. There's only a few left. I'm so excited. Like. Uh, I was chatting with Simon this morning because I told him like, Hey man, I got to go up and record the podcast. If you're awake anyways, can you do me a favor? Like Simon lives in the basement. So a lot of times when the doorbell rings, uh, he's like a dog. He'll come running up. No, I'm kidding. Um, he, uh, he's in the basement. So he just assumes that somebody else will answer the door. And Jason is the laziest piece of shit. Jason orders stuff off of Amazon all the time. And the doorbell rings and he just stays in his room. It's like, fuck you. It's almost always for you. Get the fuck up and get it. Um, but anyways, this was early this morning and I thought I was going to get this started earlier. So I just said to Simon, I'm like, Hey buddy, if you're up, can you do me a favor? If you hear the doorbell, I'm not going to ask you to not answer something you didn't hear, but if you hear the doorbell, can you do me a favor? Can you grab it? Because I'm going to be recording the podcast. I think Jason's still sleeping and I've got some stuff coming. I dude, is there anything worse? I don't know if with COVID they've been doing this as much. But like, was there anything worse than like, you know, you're expecting a delivery and you don't know when it's going to come. Like, right. This is, this was, I, I would say 
the, the even the tracking shit when you go online, you're tracking like, oh, it's supposed to come tomorrow. Great, you're home all day, nothing comes. And you're like, huh. You know, so you, you go out the next day and it came in the 15 minutes that you were gone. And then what happens? They leave you the knocker saying, Hey, if you want, you can come to our, you know, place that's only open when you're at work and it's only open for 15 minutes all day long. You know, it doesn't tell you which location it just says you can pick it up from our facility and you gotta like go online. Anyways, all that horse should have like, great. Now I have a giant errand. Oh, and your only fucking, you know, sorting center is across the city at the worst place. And it's, I can only go during rush hour. Like this, that kind of shit. So that's, that's the thing with me is like, if I'm getting a delivery, I'm like, I just sit and wait. Cause the last thing I want to do is have to go fucking pick it up from, from the place. I think with COVID they're a little more lenient. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So the boxes are being delivered today. The other stuff. So Simon, like I said, the doorbell has not rang, didn't ring when I was on the phone, but I'm so excited. And then I get to leave and go to the printers. Um, another new year's resolution. Since, like I said, don't be late for the podcast is one of them. Another new year's resolution is I got to go to the doctor and start setting some goals. I got a, I got a hernia, have had it for years. Uh, I've talked about it in the podcast. I've got, uh, you know, obviously the weight stuff. There's some other health issues that I'm looking to get fixed up. So, um, I got to chat with, with my doctor and be like, okay, we got to set some goals here because I need to like lose a certain amount of weight to get like the hernia surgery. I need to lose, you know, I just need to lose weight in general. But I, I mean, I talked to you guys about how I've heard that, you know, my, my biggest fear was like working hard, sacrificing and, and, you know, going from being unhappy with my body because I'm overweight to being unhappy with my body because I have like all this extra skin from all the weight that I've lost. I'm like, I'm worried about working hard and sacrificing to just end up, you know, uh, emotionally where I started off with just unhappy with my body, right. Insecure, whatever. So, but then my buddy, Paul Meyer is like, yeah, if you talk to your doctor and you set a goal and you hit that goal and you keep the weight off for like a year, then they will, there's, they'll cover the cost of the, the surgery. So I was like, well, fuck that's doable. So I want to talk to him about that. I want to talk about setting goals. I got a lump on my side that is getting smaller, but now it's getting harder. And I have, I've heard like hard, usually is, uh, you know, that horrible word that we don't say. So I need to get that looked at again, cause it's been almost a year since I developed it. Um, and just general setting goals, health stuff, you know, um, so that's, that's, that's my resolution, not doing anything too crazy, but some big shit. So podcast on time, uh, recorded earlier in the day and, uh, and make some more with the doctor. I, uh, shaved my beard off. I did that. I shaved my beard and, uh, I looked baby face and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be in for a month. We've got the 28 day lockdown. I'm going to shave my face, moisturize that shit. Uh, so I like to do it like once, sometimes twice a year where I just shave my beard off entirely. Nice, deep cleanse, clean, moisturize, all that stuff. Let my skin breathe a little bit and then just grow the beard back. First off, you really fucking feel it in the cold when your beard's gone. Luckily I only went out, uh, once, once to get some stuff at, uh, Casco. And, uh, I, I took a buddy of mine, uh, Jad, who, who has bubbled by himself and, uh, and I've been by myself. So both of us wearing masks, whatever, but he saw me for a brief moment, uh, without my mask on in the car before he got, and he's like, what the fuck? I've never, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, uh, don't do this too often. Don't do too. And I don't do it when I know people are going to see me. So shaved the beard off. And then, um, and now I've got like, and I had a bunch of people like now book me for like interviews. So like the day afterwards, my buddy Dylan Black, uh, uh, local radio personality, TV host, uh, humanitarian here in town messaged me. And we've been talking about doing his little, you know, uh, segment on Instagram live, little interview there. The day afterwards, he's like, all right, Sunday. And I was like, yeah, sure. And then like, as I'm not thinking, I'm looking at my phone and I'm like, oh, my face afterwards. I'm like, oh, that looks so stupid. And I got, and then, and then tonight I've got some buddies. We're going to be doing a... 
uh, a live stream of a game. And I'll tell you about that in a little bit, but, uh, so let's start with the Dylan, the Dylan black interview. Um, that's on my Facebook wall. He shared that to that. So if you're not already friends with me on Facebook, my name is Josh Williams. Nice to meet you. Um, feel free to send me a friend uh, request. I will accept it. Wouldn't hurt if I don't know who you are to just send me a message as well saying like, Hey, podcast listener wanted to watch that thing. So, um, you know, don't hesitate. Cool. And I'll be like, all right, wicked. I'll add you as a friend and you can watch my over an hour long, uh, interview with Dylan black with my stupid face with no beard. Um, that's a thing. Um, I can cross this off my list. Cause we talked about that. Oh, we were getting stuff done here. Sorry. Just was talking about the two different, uh, bonus episodes that I'm going to try to get on there for you guys. I, um, Oh, I can cross this off too. Look at this. Oh, feeling so accomplished. I also got my sleep schedule fixed, sort of. Like my eyes are already burning and it's like noon. What time is it? Let's have a little peek here at the old clock matrix. That's 1237. But holy shit, is this getting done early? And I'm going to feel great for the rest of the day because I don't have record the podcast looming over me all day long. So I did my interview with uh, my buddy Dylan Black. It was fun. We had some good convo. He's like, this is the longest one I've ever done. I'm like, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> I talk. Yeah. I, I revel in the opportunity to be able to actually have someone to speak to for an hour, as opposed to just staring at the wall. I have some dumb shit in my room too. Like you guys have no idea at the stuff that I, I, I look at like when I'm talking, I've got some like, you know, accolades on the wall, some like interviews that I've done. I got my wall of whiskey. I'm always like, I could really fuck up a whiskey. You know what I mean? But my acid's been bad in, uh, cause I'm just drinking fucking coffee all day. Right. right get bored. And I'm like, all right, I have another cup of coffee, my wall of whiskey. So my acid's bad and I love to be able to enjoy the whiskey, but when I'm sipping every sip and then it just comes back up as fire, when it hits my stomach, it's kind of like, uh, so a lot of people see my whiskey collection, assume I'm shit faced all the time. And I'm like, no, I'll have like a glass once every three weeks. <laughs> like I really don't, don't drink a lot of the whiskey. It's more of a, of a collection. It's like, oh, you play with a lot of toys. Like, no, they're all in their pack. I, I don't have that. I'm just as an example, right? You saw someone with a collection of action figures. You think, wow, you play with a lot of toys. Like, no, I just kind of collect them. I have currently got two open bottle, uh, sorry, three, one of them's in a box. So I can't tell like a, a whiskey tin, I should say. I have got a bottle of Four Roses bourbon that's open. I got a bottle of Jack that's open. And I'll tell you, once you start drinking whiskey and enjoying whiskey for whiskey, uh, Jack Daniels is, Jack's great as is, but most people put it in something, Jack and Coke, or pour a shot of Jack and fire it back just to get you where you're going. But once you actually appreciate whiskey and, and kind of are able to nose it properly and everything like that, it's cool how much Jack has going on in it. You know what I mean? It, 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 there's a reason it's popular. Some people go, yeah, fuck it's popular. Yeah. But so is like crown Royal and stuff. And there's not as much going on in those as there is in a, in a Jack Daniels. But so Jack Daniels, Tennessee whiskey, I got a bottle of four roses bourbon open. And then I have a bottle of uh, eight year old Lagavulin, uh, that's open. And that's it. Uh, of like my close to hundred bottles. Uh, those are the only three that are currently open because as I've mentioned before, once you open a whiskey or any alcohol, the, the clock is ticking. So as long as it's sealed and never been opened, the alcohol content is still good in it. But you know, you can get to that point where you start, uh, you start losing your whiskey there. You don't want to have a hundred bottles open and be like, well, I've got like two years to drink these. Cause a lot of these I've already had for more than two years. Thank God they're not open. You know? Oh, I got some good whiskeys here. What else do I look at? I was talking to my buddy, Jimmy, who was on the last episode. Um, I have a lot of physical media again, having like some great, you know, book partners and stuff like that. Um, 
and just like having an, a, a, an accumulation of like stand up DVDs and stand up CDs and things like that, even old, the amount of games that I'm burning through now, having like old physical copies of discs, I'm, uh, I, I don't want to just keep it all needlessly. I want to share it. So, um, in the past I've said, Hey guys, I'm done with this. If you want me to, you know, give it to you or whatever, let me know and I'll mail it to you. Well, I tried that once and I mailed something that cost more than if I just bought you a book and sent it to you. So now what I want to do is I'm, I don't know if you guys have, have seen them in your areas, but they definitely exist in Ottawa. I've definitely seen stories about them in other places is there's like these little community library boxes where someone will have like a box at the end of their driveway or at the edge of their, their property or the street. And it's just like a little, little cabinet on a stand. It's almost like a, you know, a birdhouse, if you will, like the kind of thing where it's like a post. And then on it is like a box with just two, two doors and you open it up and there's books inside. People share books. I don't know how that works for humidity. You know, I know the winter's very dry. A lot of people think, oh, the winter's real wet, but it's, it's particularly dry in the air. Um, anyways, I, I, we have an amazing location. If I was, to, if, if Jason was to let me put one of these boxes, which I doubt he would, um, on the edge of our property, uh, pro- property sound like a tax in hell. I'm not a property. Um, if, if we just put one on, on the corner, we're right on the corner of the house. We're right by the hospital. We're right on a main artery street. So there's so many people that walk by. So just the idea that I could put like DVDs, CDs, books, you know, games, puzzles, stuff that I'm done with. You know, I put a little one man podcast sticker in there. Like, Hey, this was donated to a onesie. Hopefully maybe get some, uh, some more listeners out of the deal. Right. Someone's like, Oh, isn't that cool that they, they, sh- they, they share their stuff. So, um, I know with COVID everyone's like, I don't want to take a used thing. And I, I get it, but I just like the idea of, of rather than just hanging on to shit, being able to give it a second life. Um, I will say, cause I'm going to chat with Jim. I basically Jim's a, a, a great carpenter and everything like that. And I was saying to him, I'm like, like, Hey man, I want to build a box. Is that's a project you'd be interested in just doing together. It gives us an excuse to hang out and we can, we can design and build a box together. And he was like, absolutely. So I'm trying to think of where I could put the box. Like I have other people who would let me, let me put a box in their property, but I just, I just, I love where we are. Cause we have so much traffic that we could, we could actually, you know, people would actually use it. And then I was like, well, if I put like, you know, four or five PlayStation games in there, I guess like, I'm afraid of greed. I'm afraid of someone opening up and going, oh, free PlayStation games. And then, then just grabbing them all. I'm like, all right. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing that would concern me. So part of me thought like Jay's bought these locks recently that have like uh, letters on them. And so you write a word and it lets you in. So part of me was thinking like, if I just put an, a note on the front, like I, I would probably do a sticker or something cause I'm all about fucking presentation. But if I just did like a sticker saying like, Hey, um, you know, just, uh, if you'd like to, if you'd like to borrow something, please, uh, send an email to, to this and I will respond with the, the code for the thing, just to show that someone puts in a little, like just a little extra effort. I want them to know there's no spam. There's no emails. It's just just so that someone doesn't just walk by spur the moment and decide, Oh, I want something. I'm going to take it. It's like, if, if you're one of the nurses or doctors that are, that are walking by every day, then you go, Oh, cool. I'll I'll check that out tomorrow, you know? And I'll just, I'll send you the thing. And that, that way you're mildly invested. Like if you're not willing to send an email to get free shit, you know, I don't, and I'm not going to spam you anyways. I, I would have to have, find a way to express all that very quickly and simply. Um, but just, that would be really cool to me is like, Hey, let's, you know, let's give you free shit okay? or, or feel free to leave something in there. You know, there's no charge. Just take or leave. I just would love to love to know that someone's not just walking by. I want to do a, like a little plexiglass front so people can sort of see some of the stuff that's in there. And, uh, and, uh, that, that be that, 
you know? So, uh, anyways, a chat with Jim. That's something I'd, I'd like to work on. But if you're in the Ottawa area near a friend or whatever, uh, reach out. You can either contact the one podcast.com or you can just send me a, you know, a Facebook message or text me or whatever. Uh, and if you're like, Hey, what do you got? I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you if you want some of it. Uh, you know, it's easy to get it to you here locally. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do any of you guys do that, that, that library box thing? Do you have any ideas or suggestions? I know I ask this stuff all the time and I hit you with the email address. I'd really love to hear any ideas. Even if you don't know what I'm talking about, but you're like, you know, what might be easier than sending an email. I just don't want some, like we, we also live on a, a busy street. So there's like, I don't want to say riffraff cause it kind of isn't, but it's just, it's just a big artery. So there's a lot of people that, that come down. So I would just hate for someone to walk by, just open it up and just take everything. Just go, I'm, I'm taking it. It's all free stuff. I want it all. You know, I'd love to be able to just, like I said, the email would be great because I can send you an email and say, here's the, the box password or whatever. Um, please feel free to just take whatever you want. Just I, all I ask is if, you know, if you could try to avoid being greedy, really appreciate it. Feel free to leave anything that you want in there. Enjoy, you know, enjoy share. If you don't feel like you have to bring it back, give it away to someone else. Just, just please keep it moving. You know, I don't know. Maybe that's like the hippiest thing about me is that there's all this stuff. It's physical, either paper, plastic, like I said, DVDs and cases and stuff. Just, just keep it moving. Right. Don't take it home, throw it on your shelf. And now I own this, share it with somebody else, but all of them have stickers on man podcast stickers. Hey, thanks for, you know, this was given to a onesie or something. <laughs> so just keep it moving when you're done. Anyways, that's, that's where my, uh, my head is at with, that, with this cat, uh, with this stuff here. So let me know if you have any ideas of something that you think would work better, a way to just prevent someone from walking by and just going, I want it now. But if you walk by, you know, the code, you open it up, grab something, lock it back up afterwards, or someone will just grab the lock and steal that too. That's always an option, right? They figure out the code once, unlock it. Great. Now I got a free lock. Yeah. Didn't think of that. But again, I, I, there's a lot of nurses, doctors, good people. So who knows? Well, you know, we'll trial and error. That's what we figured out. My, my anxiety always makes me try to solve everything first and it just doesn't, doesn't happen that way. So, all right, we're at the hour mark and I still have a couple of things to talk about. Um, do I tell you about the polarizing conversation that I had with, uh, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll end with that. Um, I played Halo, um, super popular game. They've got like, I don't know, lots of them out, lots of Halo games. There's supposed to be another one coming out for the new Xbox. Um, I've tried Halo two. I think I tried to play for like 10 minutes. It was so boring. Didn't like anything about it. I tried to play online. It was, it was, uh, hard. I played a lot of online shooters. Uh, it was hard. This one made no sense. I remember I was like shooting somebody in the head, standing behind them, shooting them in the head with two guns, machine guns, brrr, headshot. No question. They weren't dying. And I was like, what the hell's going on? And then this person started to turn around from left to right, looking for it to the point where they couldn't see who was shooting them. I'm still shooting them in the head this whole time. And then they finally do like a, like a full 180 to see, oh, someone's shooting me from behind. See me. They fired one shot and I was dead. And I'm like, I just unloaded several clips into your head and it didn't, it didn't kill you. You shot me once. And I was, I was like, this is the dumbest game. And then the story on the single player version, like I said, I played for like 10 minutes. I was like, this is boring. It's dumb. Not interested. So I tried Halo when it first came out. Didn't care for years. I've seen people like, oh, new Halo game. And oh yeah, I just played Halo on garbage. I didn't like it played a lot, a lot, like even, even call of duty and shit. I get good graphics it's, to me. There's like no story. Oh, we're the, it's a call of duty. We're we got machine guns and snipers and we're going to go in and, oh, this one's modern warfare. Like, I don't care, but it's, but I get the game. It's like, it's a, just a war game and it's war game. It's fun and people like it, whatever. Um, but halo, I never got, 
you know, I'm like, it's not because it's like space age guns. There was nothing really unique or special about it. I, I just didn't like it. Um, so, uh, a friend of mine, another comic was like, Hey, we're going to play, uh, I got this, this channel where I live stream video games. Um, do you, uh, want to be on it with us? And I was like, sure. And he goes, okay, we're going to play halo three. And I was like, okay, like, I don't care. I'm just going to hang out. Right. Some, some content or whatever. So I was like, yeah, all right, we'll do, we'll do halo three. Um, do I need to play the other two first to find it? And it's like, nah, not really. But I've had, I've had other games with really deep stories. Hey, I don't know if you guys can hear that. Woo. Yeah. sounds like a police car. Uh, maybe Alphonic will get rid of it and we'll never hear it. Um, or maybe it never really happened. It only happened in my head. So I, uh, I was like, do I need to hear that? The story He's like, not really. I've had other games where I asked someone, they're like, oh, you just start with number three. Like you don't need the other two. I played the first two and I'm like, I definitely needed to know those. Cause that's, that's kind of what I'm about with, with games too, is yes, fun gameplay, but I really like a game with a good story. So I bought the master chief collection for halo, which has like the first four games and some other games in it or whatever. Some of their like spinoffs, I should say. And I really enjoyed, uh, sorry, I really enjoyed, I did not enjoy the first halo game. Uh, luckily it was on sale. So I saved 20 bucks on the, the collection, but I uh, started playing the first game, probably played it for like two hours, uh, disliked every moment of it. Now we're talking about an original Xbox game that's been remastered, but even still I can play games that were made for a system two years ago. I can play fucking Mario and still enjoy it. Okay. But this was awful. This was awful. And then I'm like, I can't play this. It sucks, sucks too much. So I went on YouTube and I'm like the story of halo one. And I, I there was like a 20 video, 20 minute video where it's like, Oh, the first halo in 20 minutes. And this guy's like raving at like, Halo combat evolved revolutionized the first person game and no game was ever the same after. Holy shit. Is this guy ever full of shit? He's like talking about, and this scene was like one of the best scenes in the game. And it's like one of the things I actually played before I gave up. And I was like, that was boring. That was stupid. I didn't enjoy that at all. And so I was like, I watched this thing on the first Halo. Okay. I get the story of the first Halo game. Okay, great. Uh, what's number two. I start playing number two, more of the same just not fun, boring shit combat. And I think this, I think Halo 2 came out for the 360. I could be wrong, but I think that came up for 360. So better, better console. Still like, ugh, don't care. Don't care. So I go back, find a YouTube video, watch the second one. Still a, a stupid, a stupid story. Not just not fun gameplay. The story is stupid. It's been done before a million times. The whole art. So the, the idea is the Halo is like a space station. So if anyone's like, what's Halo mean? Cause the main character is master chief. I'm sure a lot of people have seen the goofy green robotic armor guy. That's master chief. And Halo is this like round circular space machine thing, space station, space machine, whatever. And the idea is that there's like this alien race. That's, that's just like a zombie goo, whatever. The idea is they're just like deformed zombies for essentially. And they, you know, they, they like other zombies, you know, bite you or whatever. The basically they, they turn you into them. So that's the big thing. So this, this, I think it's called the flood and they, uh, are basically just taking over the races of, of, of the universe. They're just expanding and expanding. So the plot of this, this revolutionary game plot, like it hasn't been done a hundred times before is there's a robotic AI thing that has determined that the only way to save the universe from the flood because the flood eats everything is to destroy their food source and their food source is every other life form on the, in the universe. So, uh, they have determined that they have to destroy all life in the universe in order to stop the flood. That'll kill them because you kill their food supply. Um, 
but it's the old Ultron, like, oh, the biggest threat to mankind is mankind itself. So destroy mankind. And you know what I mean? Like, this is not a story that's never been told before. It's been told before several times. The AI determines that the human beings are the worst thing and, oh, but that's not what we meant. You know, it's like bedazzled where you, you get grant wishes from the devil and the devil fucks up all your wishes. No, that's not what I meant. So that's the point of Halo and Halo is the space station or whatever that's going to destroy all life. That's, that's, that's the story of Halo. Stupid. It's really stupid. Um, and so tonight I'm playing Halo three with these guys. In fact, at any point too, I forgot, uh, Kia Mazar, the comic is kind of come by the house with, uh, with a, a webcam for me that I'll have to set up and show my beardless face on that too. So, um, I don't know where to find that. I'm sorry. Um, maybe next week, you know, we're going to be doing a playthrough. Where we play for a few hours, like we're gonna play the whole game through, but we're gonna play for a few hours several times. So I'll get the info. Um, if that's something you want to check out, but, uh, that's what we're doing tonight is we're going to play halo three. But I, I watched the, again, I played the second one for a bit. I was like stupid. And then I'm like, I watched a video on it. And I'm like, again, the story's like, eh, like not garbage story, garbage gameplay. I don't know how these things continue to go on, but in terms of this revolutionary game, that's like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. Um, one more thing. I spoke to Bob Bloomer again. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode with celebrity chef, Bob Bloomer. I had a phone conversation with him where I was talking about, uh, this, this TV project I was working on, uh, picked his brain. He gave me some really good insight, but also in talking with him, it was also like, oh fuck, this isn't going to be anywhere. Like I, when I say easy, I was gonna say, this isn't going to be, isn't going to be anywhere near as easy as I thought. And I didn't think it was going to be easy. I just thought like I write a one pager. I really got to come up with my pitch for the show. And after speaking with Bob, it was deflating. Like he wasn't trying to deflate me. He was being honest, which is what I need. I, I need an expert for pitching TV shows to kind of know how it goes. And he was just saying that like my idea of what I'm doing, he's like, it's interesting, but it's not never been done before. So he's saying, if you're going to do something that's kind of been done before, you got to be like a genius host. And then in order for them to, to decide you're a genius host, they got to see you doing the thing that you're pitching to them. So he's, he explained to me, like, you got to make like a sizzle reel. So I almost have to go out and like film a pilot of this and then create like something so they can see like what it's going to be like. And I was like, oh shit, I thought I just had to like some of the other people I spoke to in the industry, like, do you have a one pager, which is like in one page, you're, you're pitching the idea of the show and what it's going to be. And he's like, and they may pick, pick, you know, pick it up from that. But, um, but speaking to Bob, he was like, yeah, you, they, they need to see you doing it. Cause he was saying with me, like, he's done some really good sizzle reels of stuff that never got picked up. He's had several shows. So he's like, not everything you pitch gets picked up, but he's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta do that. That's a, that's the thing you gotta do. I'm hearing Jason being incredibly loud right now. So I'm going to go to the bathroom because I have to go pretty bad. And I'm going to tell him to shut the fuck up at the same time. And I'll be back with my final talking point of this week's episode. <sighs> fuck. This pause button has been a godsend though. So as much as like, cause other people are like, Oh, you talk for like an hour straight. I'm like, yeah. And I never, you never paused or anything before. I would just like, keep going. Um, cause I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know what, like if I hit stop, is it going to break it and put not break it, but like, is it going to break the episode? Now I have two files. I have to merge together and stitch together, whatever. Now it's just a hit pause. And then resume. Oh, it's <laughs> magical. Okay. So I was talking about progressive shit and whatnot earlier. So here's something, a uh, conversation that I was having with my friend, uh, Tina in Finland and she's cool. I don't care. I, I, it was great. Cause even having a conversation, like she doesn't, she doesn't care. She's it's not putting her on blast, but we were chatting. She owns a, a really cool company. I'm going to give them a plug again, Aurora holidays in Finland, where you can go and see the Northern lights They're in the Northern part of Finland. They have like the Northern lights all the time. Not constantly, not every single day, all day, but it's one of the the best places to go to see them because they happen so frequently there. So 
I'm chatting with Tina and we were, she was just mentioning how like they put, uh, they put like a thing, they have a group that they're, they're members with or, or a community or something like that, where it's like, you know, um, for, for the LGBTQ plus community saying like, Hey, we're a, a safe space for you to come. And, uh, and I was saying like, yeah, I mean, I would hope that a lot of places that are like that. And she's like, well, yeah, but, so, but a lot of that community, um, will only go to a place that like openly puts that there, because I guess it's one of those things where people are like, oh, I'm not racist. It's like, okay, you, you don't need to, you know, whenever someone declares that they're usually about to say something that's, that's prejudiced of some kind or whatever, but the idea is just that she's like, yeah, but a lot of these people are like, no, like we only want to go to a place that's very comfortable out, outwardly saying like, Hey, we're a safe space for you. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, that's, and that's great. That's a, that's a, a very progressive thing. And you would think every place should be a safe place for any human being to come. Like, why would you be a dangerous place? But the conversation that we ended up like having was like, I was like, it sucks that like, here's the thing. You could, you could, uh, be like, Hey, we're a safe space for the LGBT community, uh, Q plus community. And there's people out there who are still, uh, I want to say ignorant. I don't even want to say intolerant intolerance, I guess comes from it, unfortunately, but it's just more that they're ignorant and they're like, I don't like, why do you got to say that? Of course it's, it's like, you know, those people who argue and say all lives matter, you know, like, well, no, but black lives matter. Black lives are the ones in danger, right? Save the rainforest. It doesn't mean fuck every other rainforest. It just means the rainforest is the one that, that needs some saving right now. Yes, all forests matter, but, and, and all lives matter, but black lives matter. Like that's what you need to understand. Um, so when someone's like, oh, you know, you just, yeah, all, all, of course it's a safe place for everybody. It's like, yeah, but you're just trying to let you know, like you can come here and we are so comfortable with, with it that we're, we're outwardly saying that yes, you can come. And I said, it's unfortunate because there's some people who will almost like, it's almost going to go against a different demographic right? Like there's a certain amount of people who are of a certain age, right? Seniors who are like, I live my whole life understanding one thing. Like there was a time where people, you know, you try to tell an, a, 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 a senior like, Hey, you can't just say the N word. You can't just walk around like saying it. Well, I don't mean anything, but it's just, that's what you call it. It's like, no, it's not. No, it's not what you call them. It is not right. And they're like, oh, I can't believe like that. It's crazy to them. Like we're in a time right now, I've, I'm bringing up this subject again. I think I've, I'm pretty damn sure I've talked about it in the podcast before, but it's like, we're in a time now where people are like, oh, you just eat animals. That's just what you do. There will be a time where like, we don't need to kill thing, murder things to eat. I'm not saying like I'm better than it, but I, at least I recognize the hypocrisy and I recognize that I'm on the wrong side of something ethically. If I can live without killing, why, why aren't I right? You can live without drinking. No one would argue that, but it's fun. Right. But unfortunately the argument is, oh no, you got to eat meat. No, you don't. You don't have to drink. You don't have to do coffee. You don't have to, you know what I mean? Do drugs. Like, yeah, sure. For some of us, it's, it's more fun, right? I like it better. I like my coffee with a little splash of whiskey in it. I like, you know what I mean? Whatever it is people are saying, sure. You're allowed to like it, but stop saying that you need it, that it's good for you. Like you would never make that argument. And meat's the same. Life is better with meat. No question. Bacon's delicious. I eat that garbage. It's not good for me. You know what I mean? Like you're never going to go, oh yeah, that cow needed to die because I definitely needed that, that cow and that pig because I definitely needed that baconator. You know what I mean? Like you know, I needed to eat meat. No, it's garbage. It's bad for you. Right? You can get better quality meat, whatever, but at the end of the day, something has to die. So I'm just saying that like, I recognize that that, that will be something that people will look back on us and go like, how barbaric. Right. So the same people are telling everybody else like, oh, the way you were is wrong. Whatever. It's just like that shit just dies out with generations over time. Okay. 
So just before you go, like, that's funny. Like they're trying to, there was a period of time where they were like trying to go after John Wayne for like, a, it's like, yeah, dude, he, he lived by the standards of his time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we can go back and like chastise slave owners. They weren't right. That's not what I'm saying. But like when people were using just people who weren't slave owners back then, and they had a bunch of other shit wrong that, you know, they, they didn't let their women vote. You know, so you're like, even the people who are freeing the slaves, it's like, yeah, but they didn't let their women vote. They didn't, they, like, there's still a bunch of shit that they were doing. There's unrighteous. Let's go after everybody, regardless of how progressive they were for their time. We'll just make every, we'll hold everyone's, and I can't wait for, I really hope that the same people are doing that. I hope generations, people remember who you are and they can't wait to try to destroy whoever you were, regardless of how progressive you were. I just, it's so crazy. Everyone's trying to just such a destructive time that everyone's trying to destroy each other. All right. Getting back to my story, T and I were talking about how, um, just, I go, it's a shame because like, you know, as a business owner, you know, like I said, like, like, let's say, and I go, I'm sure this is very conservative. Let's say like 10% of your potential clientele is these people that would like see you posting like, Hey, we're a safe space for the LGBTQ plus community. And then they decide like, Oh, well, I'm not coming anymore. I don't want to go to that place. They're all like, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like that intolerance, that ignorance, whatever it may be. And I go, I go, it's, it's a shame because like, I can definitely see how businesses have to weigh that in as an option. Like you can't just be like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm progressive. And that's it. And we don't care. It's like, especially during COVID, if you're a business owner, so many businesses shutting down. Like I said, it's I, basically the conversation that we had was, it's just a shame that as a business, you have to decide, like whenever you make a decision, whenever you take a position on something or a policy, I go, it's a shame that you have to weigh the options of your business and your finances against what's right and ethical. You know what I mean? So like, cause you might say to somebody like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to say that I'm LGBTQ plus, um, friendly, which is amazing and righteous. However, if you're like, well, you know, I'm in fuck, I don't want, I don't, I don't even want to chastise an area, but let's just say you're in one of those places where generally speaking, if you're in Vegas, red or black odds are they're not super progressive in that regard, but you outwardly put that on your business. There's a chance you're going to lose some of your clientele. And now you have to weigh the option. Can I afford to lose that much? What business right now can go, oh yeah, I'm going to, let's say conservatively 15%, right? In, a, in an intolerant place, I'm not talking about righteous or whatever, but an intolerant place, you go, Hey, we're, we're this kind of community guaranteed. Some people are going to look at that and go, I'm against it. I'm against that. I don't, I don't think that way. And that's not, why do you got to say, right? Just the all, Hey, all lives matter. No, you're not, you know, you're not, uh, you don't have prejudice on you when you go to that business, but other people do. And we're trying to say, Hey, it's the same. Like, that's all I'm saying is, is I said, it just sucks that, that we're in a time where, um, people have to weigh the option of like, what's right versus what will affect their business. You know what I mean? And if, if you're, I go, I go, it would be great to have a business where, you, where you're making so much money that you're like, yep, I can afford to lose 15, 20% of my business, uh, in exchange for doing what's right. That's great. I, I would totally do that. If, if I was in a place where I could do that, I'm not, it's not like I have a business where I've been, I don't care. I love everybody. And it's funny that I, I end up in so many conversations where I'll hear somebody say something the slightest bit ignorant and I don't attack them, but I'm just like, why do you think that? Like I heard somebody uh, the other day when I was in a PlayStation group and the guy's like, I don't think I could be friends with a gay guy. Cause I'm like, what if they tried to hit on me? I'm like, I go, how could you say something so fucking ignorant? Like, do you think every woman wants you just because they're straight? Like it, it's the, the idea that like, oh, I couldn't be friends with them. Cause what they try to you do the same thing. If, if you were friends with a girl who you weren't interested, you say, ah, oh, thanks. Anyways, appreciate the compliment. Uh, I'm just not interested though. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, like 
it's so stupid. So fucking stupid. Um, but that's the thing. Like I'm the kind of guy I'll make jokes, but then if I hear someone saying something like out, like where it's like, Oh, you think that clearly you think that, how could you think something so fucking anyways? So we were chatting about that. She was mentioning how she just made a post to where they just added that to their board or whatever. So as we were talking about that, cause a lot of people will go, Oh no, I think most people are like, it's like, no, you'd be amazed. And, and not five, 10 minutes after we had this conversation, she's goes, ha, look at this. One of her family members posted on, on her Facebook page when they, when they posted like, Hey, we are this, this, that they're like, really, really, is this really necessary? Why would you even say that? I don't think that's okay. And it's like right there. And this is like somebody who's a family member. So they should have a vested interest in you being successful. And like immediately, and we were just laughing so hard. We were like, yeah, it's, it's that like already you get the negative versus the positive. It's not like a bunch of people are like, Hey, Oh my God, thanks. I, I was looking for a safe. It's like immediately you get the backlash. And that was the whole point of our, our discussion was just that it's such a shame that it's not like you can just do what's right. And it just works out, you know? So somebody like, that's why I said it's, it's sad because like if somebody is in, you know, their business is suffering or whatever, and you're like, well, I want to do something righteous, but I could polarize some of the customers. Like it just, it sucks that that's a thing in the world where you literally have to weigh your options. Can I, you know, can I afford to lose the ignorant people, you know, and all of you with no vested interest, no business, no idea how, you know, things work. Just go, of course you got to do the right thing. It's like, mm mm-hmm. Okay. You, 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 unfortunately, like, it sounds horrible what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm just saying it's sad that the world's not a place where we can do that. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but if you're like, yeah, I'm going to lose 20% of my business. I'm just paying the bills the way things are. And I want to do this thing, but I know there's a chance I could polarize people. It's like the same reason why you don't just openly talk about politics all the time. You could polarize people and lose people. You know, they're just like, oh, I just don't agree with you anymore. Like, yeah, that's great. I don't, I don't talk really about my position on, on politics and stuff like that on the podcast. Cause I mean, I, not everyone's going to think the way I do. I'm not trying to lose you as a listener. I'm not trying to make you upset. I'm just saying, you know, we see shit differently. I try to, all I try to do is explain the way I think about things. And as always, I welcome the idea that you guys would share with me your positions. Where would we do that? Josh, I've been not paying attention for the last 191 episodes. Well, contact at one man I would love to hear your thoughts. If I'm, if you feel like I'm wrong or ignorant on anything I'm saying, which is always a possibility, tell me, Hey, how should I get this library box thing to work? Tell me, what are your new new year resolutions? Tell me, fuck's sakes. I just did that burp where like some bile came up. Ugh, horrible. Chest on fire now, that that terrible taste. That burn taste in my mouth now. Uh, How do do I do the the, the box thing, right? What are your new year's resolutions? Um, Hey, want a collector's box? Josh made it sound so good. Uh, I was just busy earlier when you were telling me how to get one and I would love another opportunity to know. Well, contact at onemanpodcast.com and... um, and also, please let me know uh, your sizing, right? If you want a hat, do you want a small to medium, medium to large, large to extra large, because it's a flex fit, new era hat, if I didn't mention before, uh, what's your t-shirt size, right? So to make sure that when I send you your box, you get all of your stuff in it the way you want it, babies. So uh, that's that's it for the episode, guys. I look forward to having some more stuff. Uh, I got that live stream tonight. Uh, still waiting on permissions for bonus episodes, stuff like that. Uh, can't wait, guys. Cannot wait. Um, you're the best. Have yourselves a great week and uh, I'll talk to you soon.
Broken is all I've been 